Wait, what? Wait, what? Where are we? What's happening? Oh, hi. Hey, viewing party listeners. You made it to this podcast. You found us online. Hope you use the hashtag mini pod squad. Wesley and Katie and some cats. Watch in movies. Eat in snacks. We're not sponsored by anybody. We don't even have a Patreon. We're just having fun. Welcome to viewing party. What's a test? Viewing party. Chitting all over your tatum! Doing party! Wesley? Katie? We are supposed to be celebrating our Lord and Savior, <laughs> baby Jesus H. Christ. <laughs> but instead, we were watching this musical. Oh, I'm sorry. And you said it was gonna be good. Clearly, I and forgot. It was like, and it was technically a musical. <laughs> but I don't know. But it was actually any good. I think it was, I think it kind of sucked. <laughs> Honestly, I was born for most of it, and I suggested this movie, so I'm sorry. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I mean, it was, like, it was kind of fine. It was really, like, pretty. Yeah. And there were some cool things, but there was some really messed up stuff in this movie. Yeah. (laughs) Just, like, nonchalance about those experiencing homelessness. Yep. And, like, chauvinism the musical. Yep. And, like... Friend zoning and like sort of human trafficking. (laughs) She was kind of trafficked. Like, think about it. Think about it real quick. It It was all like. There was a bit where I was like, this is uncomfortably like Pretty Woman right now. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Yeah. I was like, um. Yeah. um, Oh, uncomfortably so. (laughs) Hey, everybody. I'm Katie. Hey, I'm Wesley. (laughs) This is Viewing Viewing Party, Party. a podcast where we watch stuff and eat stuff, talk about stuff. Not all at the same time. Usually at the same time. It's not all the same stuff. We don't eat the things we watch. We don't watch the things we eat. I always watch what I'm eating. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know. You made me cheese pie. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I don't know. Technically, well, it's a whole thing. I just shuffle things into my face. I hope they're good. For I me. just give you snacks and hope you eat them. So I usually do. <laughs> Yeah, you gave me a jelly bean that was flavored like a Swedish fish. What I didn't show you was the package for the Swedish fish, where the fish candy has rabbit ears and a fuzzy tail. Why on earth? (laughs) Wait, the fish had rabbit ears? Yeah. Yeah. There's a... Wait, uh... Ew! Oh, that is nasty looking! I was just like, why? Why does the fish... And the... And it's like... Oh, and it's the, like, fake... It's the candy fish, but it's got, like, ears and a... There's, like, this nasty looking candy fish (laughs) that looks like... That's, like, bug-eyed That's just what the candy looks like. Scaly in a bad way. I've never seen a Swedish fish with this much detail. No, I've just seen a plain old Swedish fish, but this is like, this fish is all like, <laughs> this fish is like, I've been branded by, branded by the Swedes. <laughs> Eat fish. Eat a dungeon. I'm a fish. I'm a Swedish fish. Hop, hop. No, I'm a bunny. And I like eggs. This doesn't make any sense. Like, why is it by a basket of jelly beans? What do beans and eggs and fish and bunnies have to do with each other? That is going to be the quote for this week's podcast. <laughs> I hate everything about that 
much. But they're delicious. Yeah, I mean, it tasted like a Swedish fish. Because I like, love Swedish fish. It's like, do you? I was just like, who designed this packaging? Like, what is happening here? Do you like the taste of Swedish fish, but you don't really want to eat the whole dang fish? <laughs> you have a little baby like, fish poop of it. It looks like little nuggets of fish poop. I'm just like, here. Here's a little fish. Here's a little fish drop. A, a Swedish fish dropping. A dropping a Swedish fish. I'm getting my accent from no I, like real person. That I, I have know, no idea. But I'm getting my accent from the guy who ran the sauna and gift shop from Frozen <laughs> slash the Swedish chef. No, because that was who the other voice sounded you know, like. You, well, yeah, but like the Swedish chef didn't really say any words. <laughs> Like, that's not, I was really afraid that that would be my Muppet when I took that quiz. Oh, but, man. Oh, man. That would have been funny. <laughs> You're the sweetest <laughs> chef. And I'd been like, screw you guys. Like, what would my personality traits? You're a great cook. I hate cooking. And you'd been like, people love you and they're not sure why. I get that. <laughs> what are the other, like, character traits of the sweetest chef? I don't know. So you, yeah. You're messy. Yes. Man, maybe I... <laughs> Chef. But I hate chefing. Well, he I don't really know how well he chefs. <laughs> oh, yeah, so maybe I am. Because he just kind of throws things in bowls and then stuff flies everywhere. Truthfully, I may be <laughs> the sweeter chef. Uh, my niece the other day said the funniest thing. She put on her little baker outfit, oh, like nice. her hat and her mitts yeah. and her, like, uh, apron. her apron. And she was trying to tell people that she was the bait. The baker. Mm -hmm. But what she said was, I'm a baconator. It's <laughs> like, amazing. I was like, me too, girl. Me too. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Boy, this podcast is off on a roll. Uh, we could just jump in and start talking about the movie. and We could park it right later. <laughs> How about that? Let's switch up the format. Okay. It's year two. We could do whatever we feel like. Yeah, man. It's Easter. Jesus died for us <laughs> to make this podcast. Oh, no. I... I'm not a pastor, and I'm so sorry. I should never give me a pulpit. Just don't give me okay. one. Don't let me have it. I don't have any around. Okay, so. cool. <laughs> You've given me a microphone and an audience, which is just as bad. Oh, no. <sighs> uh, so today we watched... We know theology talk yeah, today. Lordy. So today we watched the 1948 classic... Easter parade. Because Did yesterday was right? Easter. Easter Sunday. Did you wear a hat? No. I have a really great Easter dress this year, though. Oh, good. I didn't I'm get to see excited. it because we don't go to the same church. Also, technically, it hasn't happened yet. Shh. I probably... I'll show you what it looks like. I probably wore something adorable or nothing. Well, I hope you wore something. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> There's a good chance. Oh, you know what? Absolutely. I was absolutely at church because it's my week to lead all the volunteers, and so I was definitely there. Good. And I was probably looking fly. I believe it. Because that's what Easter's about. It's <laughs> <laughs> looking fresh to death. <laughs> oh, no. Um, yeah. Easter's a holiday. It is. It's a great holiday. Do you do stuff for Easter? Like, what kind of We usually... I usually go home to visit my parents and go to church with them. And then, depending on how young the kids are in the family, we have an Easter egg hunt. Ooh. So that's fun. Last year, so my nephew is almost four. So last year he was Aww. almost three. And we had this, we just put 
eggs in the front yard. Didn't really hide them at all. Like, go get them. Just go find them. But one of them was, like, a giant Easter egg. So it was, like, I don't know what. It was, like, this big. So I don't know what to compare that to. It's like, a big. (laughs) Just a big egg. It was a real big egg. But he insisted on trying to pick it up and put it in his Easter basket and continue carrying his Easter basket, <laughs> which he could not do because it was bigger than himself. Yeah, because he's not, you know, a giant. Because <laughs> he he's is a small two, child. And it was adorable. Um, and then we usually have, like, like my mom usually makes ham for Easter lunch. Oh, here's, uh, here's Marshall's sweet Easter outfit from last couple years ago. Oh, yeah, I remember seeing that with his, like, <laughs> orange suspenders and his sunglasses. He's the most hipster child. He really is. Like, way more hipster than my nieces. And my nieces are, you know, their mom's pretty granola in, like, my favorite way. Good. I'm trying to find... There's all the babies. Aww, look at them! I'm sorry, like everybody you listening. You can't look at this. Sorry. We're just I looking at cute pictures <clears throat> now on the internet. So all I remember about Easter growing up was that we would go to Grandma's... And she would have these hard-boiled eggs that were different colors. Mm-hmm. And uh, we would eat probably a ham because my family didn't really like turkey and things. Ham's kind of the Easter food. Yeah. We didn't. We had ham at Thanksgiving also because oh. we weren't turkey people. We're turkey people. <laughs> turkey we were people? we were turkey people. We had ham. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. Wow. And so. That's all I really remember a lot. We we didn't do any. No, when I was very little, we did some Easter egg hunts. Mm-hmm. When I was older, my parents didn't do the Easter egg hunting. They thought it was kind of silly and really distracted from the whole purpose of Easter, which right. is not eggs right. and bunny suits. Also, scary bunny suits. There's a lot of scary bunny oh, suits God. out there. It's creepy. Like, what who, is the deal with that, guys? Like, who makes these bunny I don't know. And it's like, this will work. This will be great. No children will be scarred for life. Nope. Not at all. Um, But now we don't really do anything for Easter. Sometimes we get together and have a big meal, but it's really like we go to church and, you know, call it a a Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, we might go out to eat or something. That might be a thing. We can't go to, you know, Chick-fil-A. It's true. Not that Chick-fil-A is like a typical <laughs> Sunday and Easter meal. We thought we'd go uh, support a Christian company today. That's what Christians sound like, I guess. <laughs> oh, but it's Sunday and we can't even go to Hobby Lobby to oh, make our crafts. No. I will say that Victoria, who was on our episode of Inception, yeah. she introduced me. I had never colored eggs before until really? living with Victoria. No, we what? never did it. We do this every we year. Just... My sister and I still do it and make ridiculous eggs. Here's great. the deal. I think that the families who got to do this had less than four children. Probably. Who that would be like a disaster. to fight and eat things. Yeah. So, and I also, like, love boiled eggs, so I wasn't surprised. Now, looking back, I'm like, yeah, yeah, that makes sense to me that I wouldn't be yeah. eating those things. Yeah. But, um. No, that makes sense. There were only two of us. It was a lot easier to have egg coloring. Uh, but yeah, so Victoria introduced me to egg coloring, and I really, really loved it. And she and I have a great, great time. Maybe we so should. Fun. Maybe we should all get together and egg color. We should. Oh my god, that'd be really great. What a nice little girls' day. I'll have to make some. Let's do that cool on like eggs. on Easter. We can sit down and do my taxes and color <laughs> eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Baby Jesus Day. 
Oh, wait. No, no. that's Christmas. Happy Jesus. Resurrection it, Day. Is it like half dead? No. Half life Jesus Day. No. Full, fully alive. <laughs> but if we do have this get together, I'll have to make the uh, special Easter dessert. Cheese pie? <laughs> what? No. What's this? Wait, thing, I'm really nervous. There's a thing that, um, it's very symbolic. Oh, God. That someone did. Is that, is that like the Mardi Gras cakes with the baby in them? No. They're so weird. They, those are fun. King cakes with the baby Jesus in them? Yeah, I have them now every year because I'm friends with yeah. a girl named Megan who loves them. And I'm just like, yeah, but like, I'm trying, I'm digging for a baby and a cake. Yeah, it's a. It's really yeah. strange. It's a strange so, tradition. What this is, is you, um, you basically make these pastries, so you get, <laughs> it's really cheesy, but I love it. <laughs> you get marshmallows and cinnamon sugar and um, croissants, like the kind in like That sounds the really wonderful. So what you do is you take, you're supposed to do it in Sunday school as an, ex- like, as a description, like, as a, you know, example of what happened to Jesus. Yes. And so you take the little marshmallows that are supposed to represent Jesus uh-huh, obviously. And you dip them in water or something, and then you roll them in cinnamon sugar, like the spices and things that they put on Jesus, like, you know, like they washed his feet and, like, <laughs> gave him perfume or whatever. <laughs> and then you wrap it in a oh croissant, God. like it's a little tomb. No, no! And then you bake it, oh. and when you bake it, then the, the marshmallow melts, and so you take them out of the oven, and you open them up, <gasps> and, the and it's gone! Oh, that makes so much sense. And they're delicious. I'm really bothered <laughs> by this. <laughs> by, like, how... Who made that up? I don't know. Like, what Sunday school teacher was like, I'm the most precious person. <laughs> and so this is what I'll do. Or did someone, like, was like, oh, I'll make a cute dessert. And then pulled it out of the oven and was like, the marshmallows disappeared. Kind of like Jesus. <laughs> and it's like, wah, don't bah, bah, know. Bah. But I think it's really clever and really tasty. You know, I bet that Jesus came out of the tomb wearing, like, a white tunic and, like, a purple sash. And he Obviously. was totally a white dude with curly hair. Yeah. And, like, a, like a nice, good hipster beard. I bet that's what Jesus looked Because he definitely looked like. looked like a guy from the 70s. Because and not a Middle Eastern gentleman from the, you know... 2,000 years, 2000 years ago. <laughs> from the 2,000 years ago <laughs> time, what from whatever is. that, from like 1896. <laughs> you know, same time as Fred Astaire. <laughs> yeah, 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 same difference, same difference. <laughs> Fred Astaire is like also half God, right? No! <laughs> no! This oh my God. topic is getting I just, bizarre. I just like making jokes about Jesus. I know. We gotta laugh at our at our own religion and how fun it is. You do, because some of it's real weird, like marshmallows Jesus. <laughs> like marshmallow Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the Super Bowl Jesus. Oh well, man. That's my cute Easter dress. Oh my god, it's so cute. Girl. Girl. <laughs> oh, you will slay the day. Because... <laughs> Again, that's what it's all about. Uh, Easter, <laughs> Easter ain't got nothing on you. You would have put on a bonnet. Wonder if my mom still has her wedding hat around because that would be funny. Wear it so hard. Have you like, seen my mom's Easter. wedding hat? No, but I, I mean, I might, I might have seen it. No, I won't hang on. Let's start talking about this movie. Yes. So today we watched Easter Parade, starring 
Fred, Fred Astaire, Astaire and Judy Garland yes. and a bartender. <laughs> yeah, very And a nice guy idea. and a woman who like she had a rough time at Sephora. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ooh. she did. Oh, Helen. Nadine, Nadine was her name, but you know, Helen might be her real name. I don't really know. Uh, yeah, so it's it's called Easter Parade and it is a musical and it is highly recommended by some members of this podcast <laughs> who were like, I don't remember anything except a song, so disclaimer. <laughs> and you know what? Yeah. I there's Yeah, ooh. so this was one of the musicals my grandma had on tape when I was a kid. And we would watch them at her house because they were kid-friendly in that they were not rated anything. <laughs> they were not rated? <laughs> I was like, wait, that's it's not ra- It was sense. rated approved. <laughs> it had an approval rating. Yeah, it was like, um, this is approved for people to watch and not be yeah, traumatized by. No, super. For children, it was just singing and dancing numbers and lots yeah. of outfits. Like yeah, that. so like, as a kid, I was like, this is fun. There's hats, there's puppies, hat. there's... Yeah, there's a dog, and there's, you people know, like, singing, tap dancing. People singing, it's fun. And, wow. And I did not pick up on any of the plot. You could just sit up straight. You're going to hurt I know, your neck. I'm like, Why are you doing to this adjust the... Live from a blanket floor, it's <laughs> Wesley's chiropractor. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so it's, so, okay. This, the plot of this movie is very basic and takes a really long time <laughs> to, like, move through it. It does, like. So, here's, here's the most basic plot. Uh, Fred Astaire who, by the way, was actually, it was a Gene Kelly and Judy Garland movie. Oh. Gene Kelly, it was going to be like a reunion because they were in the Pirates or something not too I long before that. I don't know that, that one. Yeah, they were in a cute movie about pirates or something. I don't know. <laughs> you know, like. As you do. <laughs> as you do in the 40s. I, like, I'm, I sit around thinking, boy, we have really dumb ideas for movies these days. But then I see, like, the stuff from the 30s and 40s. I'm like, boy, they were just really desperate. They were, like, churning out movies so fast. Yeah, they were in the studio days. They were just like, let's put out a bunch of things with this actress. Doesn't matter how great it is, as long as she's in it. It's fun. (laughs) Isn't she lovely? And, like, can we sell music because of it? Yeah. Yeah, oh, Lord. Anyways, so it was going to be... Judy Garland and Gene Kelly. Gene Kelly, uh, I think, broke or sprained or he injured his ankle. Like his ankle was his ankle. His (laughs) ankle was uh, jacked up the week before, so Fred Astaire stepped in. Interesting. Which I think makes sense because the whole opening number, I kept thinking it was Gene Kelly. I was like, this has to be Gene Kelly. Like this is a Gene Kelly number. Yeah. This is not a Fred Astaire number in my brain. And then I was like, oh, I was right. This whole It was a number. Fred Astaire felt weird in this movie for me. Yeah. And I couldn't, and I was like, why does this feel weird? Like, this doesn't feel like something mm-hmm. that Fred does exactly. And I yeah. was like, oh, because it was written for somebody else. Yeah, that that makes sense. Also, that age gap. Yeah. Though. When I mean, was Judy Garland a boy? She, okay, so their age difference in this movie. You were doing the math. I was doing the math. <laughs> he was 49 and she was 26. I wanna die in my inside a little bit. <laughs> yeah, That's we, we all. Yeah, we were talking about funny face and how much more the 
age gap is in that one. Ooh, 30 years. The same 30 years. exact age gap between me and my father was yeah. the age gap between Judy Garland and her no. leading man. No. Who? Fred Astaire uh, no. and Audrey Hepburn. Yeah. In Ooh. Funny Face. Ooh. Ooh. And you watch, like, you watch that movie and you're like, okay... Audrey Hepburn's adorable. Like, of course, someone's gonna pick her out of a bookstore and turn her into a model. Of oh, that's, course, that's wonderful. She's never gonna fall in love with Fred Astaire. No, like I would never fall in. That's love. so I don't like weird. Fred Astaire that much. That's like, so to, weird. It's super weird. thirty year age gap. <sighs> Gross. Anyway, uh, it was. <laughs> well, those are the men paying the tickets at the box office because women didn't have jobs. See. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, okay, anyway, so, so this basically, movie plot. Uh, Fred Astaire is a dancer, and he is uh, dancing, and he's with this woman named Nadine, and she is also a dancer, and she's like, I don't want to go. I don't want to dance. I'm tired. I don't want to do it. You go back to the bar. And then uh, he's all like, but I love you. You're the best. And it was always just a job before you, and you're the greatest. And then this other younger dude named what? Johnny. Johnny. Oh, Johnny. Poor Johnny. Yeah. Uh, for once, I was like, this is a genuinely nice dude. That kind of sucks. Yeah. <laughs> um, Johnny shows up, and he's like, oh, but I thought you were with me. And I thought you were with that guy. And it gets weird. And for whatever reason, they're both like, you know what? Meh. So, uh, she carries on putting on some more blush and has a puppy. <laughs> Doesn't really matter. And so, basically, Fred Astaire is like, you know what? I don't need her as my dancing partner. I'll go find someone else. And goes, Yeah, he's basically like, I can dance with anyone. Yeah, he's like, I legit can. Like, I'm so great. I'm so great. He has an I'm so great number, probably. I don't really remember. And basically, he runs into Judy Garland at a club She's real great, and she's dancing, and he's like, quit your job, meet me here at this time, and I'll, you know, you're great, you're a dancer. And she was like, okay. So she shows up late. This because is a theme. This is a theme through the movie, mm -hmm. is that, like, she's uh, not on time, and he's super on time, and he's also super, like, uh, gross about it. And all of her, like, she has legitimate reasons for not being on time. It's like, I yeah. had to walk because I couldn't get a bus, mm -hmm. or it was pouring down rain and you made me wear a fancy dress, <laughs> and I couldn't get the feathers wet on my hat, like, which like is, you I mean, so don't much. understand. Yeah. She and he's like, you're two minutes late. This is the worst. Burr, burr, like, burr, burr. stop. <laughs> Anyways, so she shows up, and he's like, okay, I need you to do this dance. And she's like, I cannot dance. I did, literally don't know which is my left leg and my right leg. Uh, I had kind of a weird, abusive childhood, by the way. <laughs> like, But we'll play that one down and make it funny, I guess. Yeah. And uh, he's like, oh, okay, well, this is what this is, and this is what this is. And in a year, uh, but, oh, okay. So he's teaching her how to dance, and then they go out, and they're out on the sidewalk for the Easter parade, and they go check it out, and she and Nadine walks by, mm -hmm. and she's all like, oh, my lord, look at her. I'm just a measly old me. And he's <laughs> like, don't worry, in a year, people are going to stare at you and not her. <laughs> and she's like, really? And he's like, yeah, doll face. He never said any of that. But she's like, wow. And so then they... uh. Uh, become dancing partners and, uh, you know, are learning numbers and she's learning a lot and they're, you know, being a whole thing. Oh, he wants her to be, what was her name? Juanita. Juanita which is 
not racist at all. He He's like, you gotta be says, exotic. Yeah, he says, you've gotta be exotic. He says, like, you're a girl needs to be a peach. And she's like, well, I guess I'm a lemon. <laughs> like, I don't know like, what you're looking for. Which is but... also like, dear Judy Garland, <laughs> did you not get the memo what you look like and who you are and how you sound? Because you're perfect. Yeah, she's wonderful. Oh, somewhere over the rainbow a is a peach. Yeah. <laughs> and it's you, girlfriend. Uh, you can go to Oz and find out, I guess. Ugh, I hate, ugh. Anyways, so uh, he tries to turn her into this weird semi-racist caricature of a person and uh yeah she's trying to pretend she's someone she's not and it goes awful yeah and it's just not and she's like nervous all the time and she's like i don't think i'm doing it right and he's like super abusive frankly it was a very toxic relationship and he's like like tell, it's not he's physically just, he's just abusive, ordering he's her just, around yeah, all the time he's yeah. like stand here do this dress that way you're gonna wear these clothes you're yeah. gonna be this person blah 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 don't mess it up for me blah. Yeah. So doesn't he go and have, like, lunch with, uh, what's-her-face Nadine, Nadine again? And, yeah. And Nadine is all, like, being prissy. And he's all like, you know what? Screw you. I don't need this. And he comes back. Hold on. He comes back. And, uh, he's all like, you know what? Stop trying to be anybody but yourself. You're great. We're gonna, like, roll with this. Yeah. So then their performances get better and all this and all this. And, like, it's better, and they're getting more shows, and they're dancing. It's just there's so many there's dance so many numbers, numbers that, like, don't have They don't anything have anything to do, anything with, the to do with the plot. It's just there's nothing about the plot. There's no plot. It's just musical numbers and some conversations <laughs> in between, essentially. Basically. So while this is all going on, uh, Judy Garland's character has met Johnny out on the street, and they have this really cute number yeah, about, like... Yeah, with the umbrella. Yeah, like, under an umbrella. It was very How I Met Your Mother with the yellow umbrella. Mm-hmm. And they have this cute number, and they're sort of dating, but she's totally friend-zoning him, which, you know, like, she had feelings for... Oh, Don. Donnie? Don, yeah. She had feelings for Fred Astaire's character, and Johnny's just being, like, a really sweet, supportive friend, and he's like, I guess I'll see Nadine, because... This girl doesn't want me, but Nadine doesn't want anybody but herself. <laughs> She's like Juan Pablo from The Bachelor. And <laughs> don't ask questions. Um, Roll with it. Not going to. Just go on. Listen. And so... Uh, so she's friend zoning him and she's totally getting friend zoned by Fred Astaire and friend, and Fred Astaire is totally getting friend zoned by Nadine. <laughs> and Nadine is just ruling the world, I guess. <laughs> so essentially... So at one point they audition for the Ziegfeld Follies. Oh yeah. And they go in and do a whatever number. Yeah. But they turn it down because Nadine goes in and does a great number and he doesn't want to be in the same company competing against her. Oh. Cool. I'm glad you caught that plot point. Yeah. Because I was like, cool, tap dancing. Yeah, so that's why all that tap dancing happened. Oh, the with like the bright neon yellow yes, skirt. Which was a great I outfit. didn't know that they had that color back then. <laughs> Technicolor, Katie. It was white. That was highlighter yellow. That was like was athletic so wear yellow it that we really, see now. Really good. I was like, oh, I didn't know that you could make that color. I know. <laughs> Back then, I didn't know that anyone well, knew about it. It was the '40s, pretending to be the 1912s. So, I hate everything. I know about that. <laughs> it, it, <laughs> like, was like, it was clearly like so weird. colors that were around in the '40s. Yeah, I you know whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Sure. It happened. It was um, a great costume, though. Yeah, so he turned it down, and I don't know. But then, oh, 
so uh, he's just like, hey, someone's all called and they want to give us our own show and they want to build it around us and our characters and it's going to be great. Let's yeah. go out and celebrate. And she's like, okay, great. I'm in love. And then she was like, oh, shoot, I forgot Johnny was on the phone and heard all of that. And he was like, well, I guess we can cancel dinner plans because <laughs> you're clearly going out with this guy. And then she goes to dinner with, with Fred Astaire and... Uh, she's like, I thought we were going out. And he's like, well, I thought we could have dinner here. And she was like, oh, okay, great. She goes to sit down. And then Fred is like, now I thought we could talk about our musical numbers. And she was like, no! <laughs> I thought we were going on a date! Yeah. And she says, I shouldn't... She says, like, you're not even a person and you've never even seen me as one. Yeah, and like, she was you're like, just a pair of tap shoes. You're something. not even a pair of tap shoes. Yeah. She said, I'm tired of being a prop around you. And, like, for a split second, we're like, yes, like, you're tell like, yeah, off. she's telling him off, she's telling him off, and she's like, what color are my eyes? I bet you haven't even paid that much attention. And then... And she closes her eyes. She yeah. closes her eyes, and then he just kisses her and says, that better? And I... Probably, did I throw, did I break something of yours again? I don't think so. We okay. definitely looked at each other Ooh. just like, oh man. Ooh, I was like, any, mm, yeah. no. Yeah. No. And then was she was so like, upset. okay, everything's oh, great. Let's do a duet. It's adorable. So then they get their show and everything's uh, fine. And um, so it's opening night. Oh yeah, it's opening night. They're hobos. <clears throat> I don't know what they're doing. What are they doing? They had a weird musical number. A super sort weird of musical vaudeville number. like where they were like, We got invited to tea by the Vanderbilts, but we're so poor and don't know how to get there or do anything. So it I guess was we're weird. gonna walk. It was weird. Well, I guess we're just gonna walk. Like, Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> it was so weird. Yeah. We so, were just like, like what? what? How is this like the sh- well, how is this the number you use for opening night to show off your, like, super attractive new partner, like, in your dance routine by putting her in, like, a oversized men's suit? And a bib. <laughs> like, and one of those, like, weird, like, fake shirt fronts that they wore at the yeah. time. That always reminds me of Peter Pan yes. when his dad is getting ready. Yeah. And his, like, weird flippy roll-up thing it was happens. Like a, yeah. Yeah, whatever that even... I, what? What? It was a bib. I think it was called a bib. It might have been, but it was essentially like they since Part they wore of the vest tuxedo. so much. Yeah. It like was like you, a... it was like a dicky in the sense that you only <laughs> needed to see like the V like, of the white shirt. So yes. instead of having an entire white shirt, you just had like the collar and front of the white shirt. So strange. Because you had the like cummerbund. Yeah. And then you could just like Get new ones or oh, whatever. Getting dressed must have been really it rough. Was no That's wonder why everybody had like, a valet. Exactly. Because it took three people to get, get dressed. dressed. <laughs> For real. And then the updos. I can't talk about it. <laughs> <sighs> so, yeah, so that was so weird. Opening so it's night, opening yeah. night. They have a number and then... They go back to their front table. Oh, yeah. They, yeah. Oh, they go back to their front table at like the... It was probably like the congrats gala or something, something or, yeah. you know some gala afterwards and nadine in her ombre dress yeah like again there's that, there's that other dance number that they do with the magazine fronts yeah which i don't I know don't, what was I happening know. there that was super weird and a little um uh objectifying just the tiniest bit i don't know <laughs> and then uh and then uh ombre dress nadine comes over and is like i want to dance with fred and then they do a beautiful dance and judy's all like yeah bro uh, you look like you're super into her and I'm not feeling super valued. Mm-hmm. And then he's just like, you're wrong. <laughs> and then it's Easter and they go out 
together in the end. Yeah, so... (laughs) Yeah. Was that it? Did I get all that? There's a little bit, but he, um... So they have that dance number, and she runs away and goes to the bar and talks to the bartender. Oh, the bartender comes back. Back to her apartment or hotel or wherever. The bartender comes back to her apartment? No. Oh, I was like, wow, I missed that She goes back to her apartment after, like, going to the bar, and he's like... You go back to the bar. Do you know what sketch I'm talking about? No. The Key and Peel sketch? No. <gasps> well, you're going to have to link to it, so you're going to have okay, to watch I'll it. Okay, I'll watch it later. It's like the greatest sketch ever. It's just Key and Peel being, so. being like a boyfriend and girlfriend who get into a fight at the bar, and like the entire sketch is like Key following Peel. <laughs> and he's just like, come on, come back to the bar. And she's like, now you go back to the bar. I'm over it. <laughs> now you go back. I'm over it. And it's just in like minutes of this. <laughs> Of, like, through different scenery. And she, like, gets into a rowboat. She's like, you go back to the bar. And he's like, come on. Like, it's really good. Oh, it's great. So I was like, how do you not know what I'm quoting? No. I, you know. It's wonderful. It's okay. I'll watch it later. But yes. so she goes back to the box to talk to the bartender. And he's like, do you mean to beat up anyone for you? Like, he was being very, like, supportive. Again, like, friend zone the guy who's there for her. Um, she goes back to her apartment, and Fred Astaire's waiting for her, and is like, where have you been? And she's like, I can't deal with this, like, whatever. And then he stands outside her door and talks to her for so long that a detective comes up behind him and is like, hey, buddy, what are you doing? And, like, makes sure he walks away. (laughs) It's weird. So the next day, she's hanging out with Johnny again. Yeah. And... Is, has this revelation that, like, she's gonna take him up on the Easter parade thing and go and basically force him to take her to the parade? <clears throat> I don't know. It's like Johnny says something about, like, you know, if you love someone, you should really, like, let them know about it. And she's like, it's so much easier for men. And then she, like, has an idea, basically, like, I guess I'll just do it. And then goes and takes, like, her fancy Easter hat and goes back to him and is like, hey, let's go to the parade, and then they go to the parade, and that's the end. And you're like, wait, I thought they were mean to each other this whole time? Yeah, well, she wasn't super mean to him. She was just, like... She, like, kept realizing that he was using her and then still loved him anyway. Over and over and over again. Instead of, like... He was just being mean. Not that she needed to end up with Johnny. She didn't need to end up with anybody, but, like... He was good to her and wanted to be with her because he really liked her, not because he liked her dancing shoes. Right. Or whatever. (laughs) Yup. So it was, so that was, yeah, that was that movie. It was weird. Like I said, I didn't remember any of this. No. (laughs) And I don't know why you would remember any of that. No. I bet if I sat down and watched something from my childhood, I would be like, what? In the world. I can't think of the thing. Yeah. But, you know, like Scooby-Doo. Yeah. <laughs> a lot less musical numbers in that, but, you yeah, know. Yeah, you know, I was seven when I was like, Dad, this is the same thing again and again, isn't it? <laughs> I was like, I feel like I just watched this episode, like, ten minutes ago. I was like, yep, same formula. And he was like, yep. And I was like, oh, I'm smarter than everyone. <laughs> And that's when I knew that I should have a podcast. When I, oh, can you imagine a seven-year-old Katie having a podcast being oh like, gosh. we're going to talk about Scooby-Doo today. <laughs> I can because I feel like... Ew. Yeah. 
I just picture you doing that with like a tape recorder as a kid or like Listen, one of those like what were those I had things a talk that like boy? Yes, that's what I was thinking of. Well my brother had a talk boy. Right. And there was a talk girl, but like I would never get that. My parents <laughs> didn't mean talking anymore. <laughs> I straight up would sometimes work record myself yeah and then listen to myself to figure out what I didn't like about myself oh <laughs> no so they could try to fix it it was really bad it was very unhealthy I should not have had any kind of recording device but I did I had a boom box yes is what I had so I could like record stuff and yeah stuff nice <sighs> and that talk boy man I got <laughs> a lot of like weird stuff I would like record myself reading books I feel like I did that too Right? Where like, I was why like, did I do that? I don't know. But like, I'll I'm, read out loud. I feel like we discovered like audiobooks for kids at our library oh. that were like a picture book and like a cassette tape. It was And the, then we were um, like, I could do that. The Adventures in Odyssey. We're we like, didn't have that. Oh my God. We ha- well, my cousins did. So we would listen to Adventures in Odyssey on cassette tape. Yeah. But it was cool because it was like the cartoons and the books that we read, mm-hmm. but you like you could listen to it and they had sound effects and like, right, kid yeah. actors. And yeah. I was like, how much are these people getting paid by Focus on the Family? <laughs> this mm. is brought to you by Focus on the Family. Yeah. It was definitely, this podcast is not brought to you by Focus <laughs> on the Family. We're not really sure what they stand for anymore. By we, I mean, I haven't done any research yeah. at all. It's not brought to you by, but you can check it out yep. <laughs> if you want. Happy Easter, everybody. <laughs> Good night. Well, that was the end of the podcast, obviously. <laughs> like, this is a quick, short one. So this, so, okay, so I want to talk about a couple of things. Okay. One, friend zones. Right. I feel like that's something that came up a lot in this movie. In, did, like, weirdly. really strange ways. Where, typically, No. I can't even say typically because I it's one of the few things that I feel like is pretty. No, maybe it's not that balanced. Boys get friend zoned a lot in movies, I think. But it might be half and half that boys and girls get friend zoned. I haven't paid a lot of attention. I can't really pull out a yeah. real statistic. Just a guess. Yeah, but I don't have any statistics <laughs> either. I'm just trying to like rank through them in my head. Like, let's whip out some hmm. stats. But in a I lot, I feel of, like I've seen it both ways. But yeah, for sure. So in so this had a lot of sort of that like friend zoning and we've talked before, I think about how um, friend zone is actually a really good place to be in life for most people. Mm-hmm. Like you really shouldn't be out of the friend zone and into the romance zone with too many people essentially. Uh, in a typical monogamous situation, which I think is what these people were going for, but that's not really what was going down. Yeah. Like, Fred was, like, emotionally still super into Nadine. Right. And, like, using this woman to get back at her for, like, a whole year. Right. Which, like, bro, you need counseling. That's super messed up. Right. And then Johnny was also, like, really into her, and she was super into him, but not into each other enough, I guess. Like, he wasn't quite into her enough to, like, full-on commit, it seemed like. Mm-hmm. Because he was still kind of stringing Nadine along because Nadine seemed, like, easy. Yeah. Not, not easy in the sense of, like, Nadine's easy. Right, but, like, not they, the already, way. they were already right. friends and already had a rapport and, like, like he they could already just had call a her up and bring her a puppy and it was be a, good again. It was kind of booty call, <laughs> frankly, is kind of how that was going down. A little down. bit, yeah. Uh, without, you know, it was just like a blush call. Like, he was calling his Avon lady. <laughs> I mean, she, I really, though, her makeup was 
like gaudy. It was very dramatic. It was. <laughs> she could have been on RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> it was really intense. Uh, <laughs> uh, it was so much blush. It was like so bright much. red orange blush. There's a lot of friend zoning happening, and they weren't real. They kind of began to hit on it a little bit. I do appreciate that Johnny at no point was necessarily like, you owe me. Right. He was just like, that was okay. Good. Like, you don't feel this way. And like, what am I going to do other than, you know, support you and be here for you? You know, like, I'm just yeah. like, if I am a friend to you, then I'm going to be a friend to you. Mm-hmm. Even though it hurts. He could have, of course, been like, listen, this is unhealthy for me to stick around, and Mm -hmm. so I'm going to go, which also would have been appropriate. But I did appreciate that he wasn't like, listen here, see? Look at all this stuff I've done for you. I bought you an umbrella now. (laughs) (laughs) Why won't you love me? You owe me something. Like, that didn't happen, which was... I, uh, which was refreshing for how awful the rest of the people treated each other. <laughs> right, it was very weird. It was in that super sense. weird, and yeah. like Fred Astaire's character was so mean to her, mm-hmm. and it wasn't mean in like a sexy Christian Grey way. <laughs> Not that it's sexy when he does it either. It's still just meanness, ladies. Yeah, check yourselves before you wreck yourselves. <laughs> it was just like ordering her around their conversations consisted of i've made this decision for us and our future Mm -hmm. do as i say yeah he literally tried to change her name and her ethnicity (laughs) and she was like okay fine for business (sighs) super messed up yeah that was a messy one but it was all about a bonnet parade in the end yeah uh which is super weird so i wanted to like Hit on that. Yeah. Um, Also, the Easter parade, I discovered, is, like, a real thing. It's not something that they made up for a movie. Nope, it's a thing. But it sounds like something that you would make up for a movie. It sounds very much from the era. It's, like... It's straight up, like, rich... It's very 1900s New York. It is rich people in fancy hats walking down Fifth Avenue showing off their stuff. Right. That is... It's a. It's now like a bonnet parade. And I guess it still happens. Do the Kardashians go to the Easter parade, do you think? I have no idea. But the way they showed it in the movie, at least, is, like, the people on the street have no idea it's happening. (laughs) Like, it's not like the Thanksgiving Day Parade where they shut down the street and there's floats. No. Like, no. No. Like, there's just cars going by. And a lot of people But there's just a bunch of people on the sidewalk, like, looking at each other's outfits. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that's the parade. (laughs) So weird. Like, it is the strangest tradition I've ever heard of. I'm just like, it's the vainest. It's so weird. Like, yeah. Like, the polar bear jumps make more sense to me, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, the things where you jump into the water on New Year's Day? Yeah, the polar Oh, sorry, water. (laughs) Yeah, where you're like, it's a new year, I'll go freeze to death. Like, that makes more sense to me than like, let me put on a hat, baby Jesus. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, for some reason, like, as a kid, I was always like, oh, yeah, we get dressed up for Easter Sunday. Like, clearly, like, it's a parade. A I mean, it is. It is like, kind of a parade. I just never thought about it as anything more than my sister and I wearing matching outfits for Easter. Oh, that was a God, thing that we did. Oh, that's what Hannah and I did that, too. I have nothing more to say about it. We so, were put in matching I outfits. I need to look up this picture because my grandma used to make us, she would hand make us our matching Easter outfits. 
every year. Get out of my face, Wesley. And sometimes they were, like, really cute and great. One year, they were the most 90s outfits you have ever seen. So, they were white dresses, like shift dresses, mm-hmm. that had, like, a drop waist. And of then course. the skirt that came to your knee was pleated all the way around. Oh, wow. And then there was a blazer, <gasps> a double-breasted blazer oh. that was, like, a black and white plaid. Like, you know how women's jackets oh, were in the 90s? yes, I do. Yeah. Oh, that, yes. That, and then we had hats that went with it. I can't. What what were the hats like? I, I feel like they were... Like, flat straw hats. Oh, my Maybe God. they were white. Oh, my Lord. And then, of course, there was always the fold-over lace socks. Yes. With, the like, white saddle shoes. Naturally. I like, g- Mary oh. Jane's. Oh, the little... Oh, I love those little socks with the frills on them. Oh, my gosh, yeah. I loved those. And you'd wear them with, like, the tiniest little baby heel. Mm-hmm. Because you were a baby. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that was, like, the sound of a baby... A little kitten heel. <laughs> just a little yeah, they were just heels. like a, a quarter of an inch, and it was like and you're like, oh wow, I'm, I'm fancy. Mm, my and you had like a little coin purse that you carried. Yeah, <laughs> a little coin purse, and then you'd get scuff marks immediately because <laughs> someone would be running around in front of you, and you'd be like, Marcus, don't. <laughs> Oh, I'm looking pretty. I gotta find that picture when I'm home for Easter because <laughs> they have, are precious. I have the cutest photos of me ever on Easter. The one Easter dress that I remember strictly because there's photos of it, it was, um, I think it had kind of, not puffy, puffy sleeves, but, right. you know, kind of sort of puffy sleeves. And it was um, a very fine floral print that was like, it had like purple, like a light pastel-y purple. And uh, and I don't really know what shape it was. I feel like there were a lot of triangles going on. (laughs) And I think it had a white, like, wide triangle, like, Mm -hmm. collar, Mm -hmm. you know, with, like, the little frills on it Mm -hmm. also. And it had a bow at the waist. Oh, yeah, I'm sure bows. I wore like, and I'm sure I wore white tights or something. And then I had a matching bow that matched the dress that oh, I wore yeah. on my head. Of course. And there's just this cute photo of me just like wearing this dress and just like <laughs> smiling perfectly at the camera and looking like precious AF. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> it was so cute. But I just remember it like my hands behind my back and everything. It's just yeah. like, here I am. That's what I remember about my Easter outfit. Oh. Hey, do you remember when I was 13 and I went on this weird Easter rebellion and I was like, why can't I just wear black at Easter? Because we're talking about Jesus' death anyways. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and I was like, why can't I wear pants to church? I don't get it. Like, I went on this whole thing. Right. My parents were like, whatever. <laughs> like, like dude, okay. What? Like, sure, oh, okay. Like, because you know everything. <laughs> You're thir- little miss 13. Here's uh, an Easter 1990. <laughs> Oh, no. My sister and I had sailor outfits and the hats. And knee socks. Oh, no. And they got the little bonnets. And look at all those eggs. Oh, my Lord. There were only two of us, so we got all the eggs. Oh, wow. 1990. That was the year I was born. Yep. Well, I was like four. (laughs) Shut up. We were so cute. Oh, heaven oh, to Betsy. We found those dresses recently and have them still in my parents' house. You better keep them for some other babies. Oh, we will. You put them. Here's a little moth-eaten dress, girlfriend. Oh, so we're cute. poor. <laughs> Help me, I'm poor. <laughs> Actually, that may have been a hand-me-down dress. I don't know, ma'am. Because 
Now I'm just. I don't know. Again. So the get off Facebook. So the. But this is my cousin, and I'm pretty sure that's the same dress. <laughs> Your family just looks like the same people over and over and over that's again. That's what happens in families. You look alike. Oh. <laughs> carbon copies of your mom well. for like ever and ever and ever and ever and ever like it never ends that everybody just looks like your mom you look like your mom your mom looks like your mom, mom your sister look looks like, like your mom. mom your mom's mom looks like you like everybody just looks like mom like for just like centuries you could uh, go centuries. you could probably go back through like your family tree and it and someone would be like she's a vampire She's lived forever because everybody just looks like the exact same person. You know how there's like photos of like Neil Patrick Harris through history? Yes, I've seen those. It's like that, but like, like your what? mom. Your mom's just like in the, is the family. <laughs> and you're like an extension of, oh my God, you're a, va- you, you're a vampire. That explains a lot. <laughs> About why you never go over to anybody's house unless you're invited. (laughs) I'm totally going to make a case for you being a vampire. (laughs) Like, you literally, like, no matter how many times I'm like, just walk in. You're like, can I come in? You're like, yeah, come in. And we have to invite you in every time, Wesley. Oh, my God. (laughs) You're a vampire. What you don't know is I turn into a bat at night. (laughs) That's why your cat hates everything. Your cat's like, please, no. You're like, don't worry, I'm a vegetarian type. <laughs> like, I have all this people food around. I have a soda stream with blood. <laughs> oh, God. It's oh. the worst. Oh, God. This is great. Well, well, we'll all learn something new today. Uh, the only other thing, the only thing, other thing I have to discuss is uh, musicals. And uh, if you were life was a musical would you want it to be the kind where there's just like lots of numbers going on between like an okay plot or do you want it to be the kind where maybe the characters didn't know it was a musical and like musical numbers are sort of like occurred organically Mm. does that make sense yeah where it's like oh there's a musical number but like no one was really paying attention to that musical number instead of in musicals like this one where it's like this is a musical number and have a number everybody stop what you're doing it's song time (laughs) or would it be like you know this is a, a musical number that's happening while things are going on probably the latter although i have a feeling it would be more like in um like enchanted, where he's just like, "How does everyone know this? Like, what, what, why are you singing? How does how does he know this song? Where did these dancers come from? I feel like that Do would you be. Know him? <laughs> just that... be like, what's happening right now? You would just be McDreamy of your own musical and be like, "How did? How yes. In the world? What are you doing? I don't understand. <laughs> You're just very self-aware musical. Just like, um, I would want my life to be a musical in that like. I want to have a group of background people that just, like, an ensemble cast that, like, mm-hmm. will pop in. Is just there and, like, and shows be, up. And just be like, oh, it's time. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, yeah, thank you. It is. Thank you. 
so that I don't have to carry so it all you, myself. I can picture it. Like, I haven't seen the show, but I feel like you would have a crazy ex-girlfriend kind of musical life. Yes. Not that you're um, a crazy ex-girlfriend. No, but I am. That kind of, like, um, <laughs> spontaneity. Yes, I am. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> I'm not going to say that I haven't dreamed up wild stuff like, uh, what? Is, oh, God, what is her name? I lost her name. She's amazing. She's perfect. What is her name? The creator no of that musical show. That's okay. Rachel. Her name is Rachel something. Rachel Bloom. Uh, yeah, she has the mind of an absolutely brilliant person and some of, you really need to watch the show because there's plenty of numbers that I'm like, wonderful. there's like, plenty of numbers and I'm like, man, I've made this stuff up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's great. There's this one, one of my favorites, which they got a little bit of flack saying that like maybe her boyfriends were like way too harsh in the song, but, uh, you may have to bleep some of this out. I don't know. <laughs> But essentially, it's a whole song where her, the two guys that she had been seeing, like, show up and do a whole tap number around her apartment, Mm -hmm. and it's just called, like, tap that all over this house, (laughs) and she's just, like, thinking about, like, she's going through in her head, like, all of the different places that they've done it, and, like, they're just, like, high-fiving each other about it. Oh, no. But it's this really great... There was some a little bit of flag, and people who didn't get it, I guess, were like, they were really harsh, and that was kind of slut-shaming, and she was like, no, this is a personification of, like, the self-talk that women do right. about themselves and about the relationships they have, and so she's just living in an apartment where everywhere she goes, she has a memory of someone, mm-hmm. of one of these guys that she loves, and she's just, like, can't get away from that, mm-hmm. and so her brain has made up this tap number right. <laughs> of these two guys just, like, dancing around her house, like, and what about here, and what about there? <laughs> like, it's funny, and, right. like, super upbeat, to, Yeah, and she's just, like, mad about it the whole time. She's like, this is really not fair, guys. <laughs> um, It was great. It's one of my favorite numbers that ever happened. Yeah, they also did, like, a whole Fred Astaire number, which was really great, about, like, settling for people. Oh. Where he's just like, would you settle for me? And she's like, logically, this relationship does make sense. Yeah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, oh, it's so good. She takes everything that, like, people deal with and turns it into, like, a great musical number. It's just... Yeah. So good. Good. That's the kind of musical... Yes, absolutely. I just want an ensemble. (laughs) Just to pop in and be like... He had it coming. <laughs> like, that kind of thing. Um, yeah. Perfect. So do you want to do some Parks and Recs? Yeah, man. We're done with Easter Parade. Yeah, there's nothing Bye, else Easter. Done with Easter Parade. Park and Rec. Finished House of Cards. Yeah. Finally. It took me a whole year. What I has happened to me? Do that kind of thing, oh. too. Well, okay. I did this. I've done the same thing three different times with House of Cards where it's <laughs> with gotten every season. It has gotten so intense in the middle of the season that I have had to take a break. Yeah. Because it is so intense and I had to do this with mm, breaking breaking bad in the middle of like season 4. I had to take a break because I wasn't sleeping anymore. <laughs> like it That's was a problem. I was anxious all the time. I was like they're going to find out. Oh no. And I'm like at work. Like, "Oh no." <laughs> like it it just gets too real for me. So I took a break. I'm finally back. Holy moly. Long live Claire Underwood. <laughs> I I can't talk anymore about it. I'm done. Like, the whole world's done. 
oh, earlier when I came over and we were trying to figure out some actress's name, like Judy Garland. And I was like, I don't know. I can't think of another name other than Claire Underwood. No <laughs> other women matter. Wesley. She is the only I'm woman. Like, I don't know any other actresses. If Claire Underwood was the only woman left, we'd be in good hands. But she like, oh, I'm going to spoil things. I don't want to. Do you think you'll ever watch the show? No. She's, I'm not planning on it. She but. straight up, for the first time ever, said out loud that her husband had killed people. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, oh. And it's just like, from that moment on, I've been like, oh, God. Oh, no. So, holy, holy poop. Everybody <laughs> just go watch House of Cards. Like, go watch House of Cards. It is surprising at every turn. It is just so good. What else have I been watching? Not The Bachelor. That's done. I haven't been doing my taxes either. <laughs> I'm getting really stressed out about it. Yeah, you got to. I, uh, I don't know. I don't know what else I've typed for. I watched For Ragnarok today, again, uh-huh. but with the director commentary. <gasps> Because I was like, somebody was tweeting about it, and I was like, I have need got to do this. this, because I need to listen to him talk about this movie. I'm so happy. And it's really great, his commentary, because he's just, like, making up stuff and telling you weird behind-the-scenes facts and, like, like ogling Chris Hemsworth arms, and it's hilarious. Mm. I mean, yeah. But there's also this really great part where his two-year-old daughter wanders in while he's recording, and oh. it's just, like, talking about stuff. Oh. And at one point, there is the scene oh. where Thor and um, the Hulk are fighting in the ring that they show yeah, in, the, yeah, yeah, in yeah. the trailer and stuff, and she, she's like, oh, no, and then she says, be gentle. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's like something big happens and she's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> it's the cutest thing ever. Uh, and so oh like aside from like Taika Waititi just being hilarious, like there's also this two-year-old giving her commentary <laughs> about how like she at one point she's talk. like, can we turn this off and watch Moana? He's <laughs> just like, you want to watch Moana? She's like, yeah, dad. <laughs> it's so great. Can we turn this off and watch <laughs> I She's can't. just like bored with this movie. Like, come uh, on, I'm Dad. positive that Lin Manuel Miranda is going to be have catch wind of that if he doesn't already know, and it's going to be wonderful. Oh, it was just hilarious. Can we turn this off and watch Moana? And he's like, I'm recording the commentary track. Aren't you paying attention? And at one point, he's like, Sorry, I'm eating a carrot while I watch this. And you're just like, What are you doing? <laughs> Oh, that sounds like an even better time than watching the movie. It was great. It was it was pretty good. And he's just talking about how, like, at one point, like, Benedict Cumberbatch comes on the screen and he, like, str- like oh, yeah. on purpose stumbles over his name and oh. ends up calling him uh, ben, Kombucha. Kombucha. <laughs> just, like, makes ben up kombucha. stuff. And he's like, just in case you didn't realize it, but uh, Chris and Tom Hiddleston are not siblings in real life. <laughs> They're not. No way. <laughs> he was like, I know they look identical in the scene, but they're from different countries. <laughs> it's oh, a really, yeah, you should definitely watch it with his commentary. It makes me happy. And then there's like a nice, um, do you remember the video that went viral, like between movies where uh, Thor was just roommates with this guy named Daryl who lived in like a random a house? 
it was like a short that they did for something. No, I never saw that. You have to. It's great because it's just like this normal dude who like put on Craigslist. He was looking for a roommate, and like <laughs> Thor answers, and he's like trying to, and he's just like, "What are you doing?" Well, on this DVD, they haven't done that again, but. Since Thor moved out, the Grandmaster moved in. <laughs> it's just like Jeff Goldblum, <laughs> like being like, "Yeah, I really like this planet, and I think I'm gonna take it over. So I'm gonna hang out with this guy for a while, and he's gonna be my new right hand man, and it's gonna be great." And <laughs> this guy's like, "It's really terrible," and the guy's just like, "I just wanted a roommate. <laughs> I this got is... a world dominator instead. <laughs> it's kind of terrible." <laughs> Not really sure how this is going to play out for me in the future, but here we are. So, yeah. It's basically, I haven't watched the movie again. I've just watched all the, like, DVD extras, and it's great. Oh, my God. Well, I'm glad. (laughs) I'm I'm so glad that it's perfect. Uh, It sounds really good. Yep. I'm glad you had a good day with that. I did a day with clients, because that's what I do. Yeah. It was a good day. It was a great day. It was a great day for America, everybody. Unless it wasn't. I wasn't really looking at the news at all. Mm, it's probably a terrible day. Yeah, I mean, we're just gonna <laughs> assume something awful. It was probably something. Someone probably had something awful happen, and then someone else was fired, and someone something. else died, and <sighs> well, that's a depressing note. We should probably move on. Well, uh, happy Easter, everyone. Uh, <laughs> how many? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Channing Tatum's team given the Easter parade. <sighs> one? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I'm gonna give it one because of Dancing Sailor right, Channing Tatum. Right, right. I feel like, yeah. Shrimp heaven now. <laughs> because I, <laughs> these movies existed, we have... Dancing sailor, Channing yes. Tatum. So, so we got to give it at least yeah, that it's one. Got, it's got a dancing sailor <laughs> Tatum. That's what it That's what it gets. Just the one. Just the one. The one Channing. <laughs> this movie, though, was not a, it was not interesting. No, really. we just talked over it There was it that one scene that oh, was really oh, cool. Oh, so let's yeah, talk we about totally that. missed that entire... So there okay. was a real... Everybody, we're not done yet. Come back. Come back. Come back. I think they're here. Okay, okay. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. This was amazing. It was the only part that I paid enough attention to that I was like, rewind that. I need to know what they're doing. Yeah. They had a dance number. You tell it. So I think I don't know what was happening at this point in the plot because we were just like, I don't even know. But they were. I think it was like a New Orleans inspired dance number. Mm. There was like a big. There's a bunch of people dancing, There's a and we bunch don't of know people why. Dancing. There was a lot of bright colors. I got the feeling it was kind of Mardi Gras inspired. May or may not be true. So you see, there's a big room with like a staircase, and Fred Astaire comes like down the staircase. There's all the people dancing, and then he comes forward in the stage, and they're behind, and then you see in this scene, it's like he's dancing in slow motion. So mm. the the dance number in the back is still going regular time, but he's, he's in, in slow motion. Slow mo, and we were like, "Wait, what in the world?" So we were watching. We we're like, "Okay, so is he dancing extra slow, or are they dancing? Are they extra dancing fast? extra fast? How? What's is it going green on screen? here? What's going on here?" So we rewound it. We figured it out because yeah. we're masters of uh. 
illusion. <laughs> oh, what? What? I don't know. <laughs> We're magicians, clearly. Uh, so what we figured out, it was genius. I was like, the I, I straight up was like, his shadows are going to be the thing that gives it away. Right, like, that's right. going to be how it goes. So initially, he was, you know, dancing with everyone. What we figured out was that he was filmed separately from the people behind him and was, like, essentially green screened or something in, mm-hmm. like, hit, and he was slowed down. But it was pretty darn seamless, especially for mm-hmm. the time. Because it was suddenly, how, how we figured it out essentially was he was at a different angle. Mm-hmm. The spotlight was completely different. His shadows had totally changed. Mm-hmm. And so, like, his lighting was different from their lighting. But it still was, like, it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. And also, it was the speed at which his pants were moving that really gave, gave it all yeah, away to me. Yeah, you could tell because of the fabric yes. that, like, it was clearly slowed down and not dancing to look like he was slow. Yes. Slower but it was usual. It was close. Yeah. It was a close call there. It was brilliant looking. Yeah. It was really... We were like, wow, this is the... <laughs> right. For the redeeming moment of for, this entire movie. <laughs> for 1948... <laughs> That was really, really good. We were like, what? It was amazing. It was phenomenal. And that's probably... Is this musical not known for that scene? Because I feel like that's the only interesting part about it. I don't know. I know it from the song that we would always end up singing for Easter. I don't know if it's known for (laughs) anything. (laughs) Gross. We just would sing about Easter bonnets because my grandma loved musicals. (laughs) I'm going to Google it. Yeah, it was pretty, pretty awesome. That was the best part. Everybody, you can go back to eating your snacks and getting up and scratching your butt. <laughs> Is that what you guys are doing? I just assume that when people are, like, done listening to a podcast, they're like, well, I'm itchy. <laughs> I was sitting down for way too long. I was listening to this while cleaning my room or doing my taxes. <laughs> it's like, how can he be slow dancing? They cooked up something cinematic and unconventional, but they don't explain what it is. And that doesn't help me at all. Blog post I, on the I internet. Mean, we figured out what it is. Like, I wanted them to be like, here's how they did it. And it's not what I'm finding. They put them all in a box and shook it up in a studio <laughs> and let them loose. That's how we got the dizzies. Whoa. The dizzies. <laughs> I don't know. I have, no <laughs> I have no idea what I'm talking about. Oh, God. Ugh. So that's Easter Parade. I, it's, it just, yeah, it just actually says, most. So oh, I'll, okay. So it is the first ever slow motion synchronization with sound. Oh. The slow motion effect in the Step It Out With My Baby sequence features a stare dancing in slow motion in front of a chorus moving and singing in real time. Mm-hmm. So that's it. That's it. Oh, wow. Well, okay, cool. It cost them $3 million to make that movie. What? And it was the top grossing picture of the year, bringing in over twice that. Wow. That's impressive. For that time, like, that's kind of wild. And I mean, that must have been what they used the, like, money for between the hats. (laughs) The special effects department. Was those special effects. It was hats and slow-mo. And a a pug. Had over 700 extras in the parade finale. Oh, yeah. There were a lot of people out on the street. But, yeah, the camera department, that was their first, that that slow motion synchronization was apparently a big deal. 
Yeah, it was pretty incredible. It was uh, genuinely surprising and very well done. That scene was really cool, yeah. The rest well, of it was kind of boring, but anyway. That's Easter Parade, everybody. Yeah. Ready to, ready to wrap it up? Yeah, unless you got any other... Anything else you want to cover? I think we're good. Um, no, one other thing uh, that's super exciting, the McElroy brothers are coming to town for my brother, my brother, and me on May yeah. 5th, and I got tickets, y'all! Yeah. Shrimp heaven now! <laughs> Shrimp heaven now. So if anybody's going, uh, tweet us, and uh, I'd be totally down to meet up or something, probably yeah. after the show, because I'll be working right before <laughs> it. I gotta figure out how to get off work early so I can go to the show, is actually my next move. I just <laughs> bought the tickets, and then was like, guess I'll figure out how to get off work. <laughs> Uh, I'll just, you know, make up the hours or something. It'll be fine. Um, yeah. So that's super exciting. Super, 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 super excited. I get to see all three of them together. Maybe Lin-Manuel Miranda will be in town. We can always hope. I gotta come up with a really good question to ask. Um, and then I'll probably not get the chance to ask it, but I'm gonna give it a go anyways. So super stoked about it. Super stoked. Yay. Um, that's all I got. That's all, all right. I got. We can wrap up the show. Let's hey, everybody. <laughs> this is your favorite nighttime, Katie. She's back. She's back in action. Here to wrap up the podcast. If you found any of this remotely tantalizing, you might not be okay. <laughs> Maybe you should talk to someone. Have you called your mom lately? She probably really wants to hear from you. Apologies to everyone without a mom. <laughs> Why am I alienating people? Why? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. If you want to say something really horrible to me, that's fine. You can do so on Twitter or Instagram at ViewingPrettyPod. You can also check out show nights. Show notes. Show nights? I'm really good at this. Huh? This is my new career. I'm quitting my job. Doing voiceover work. Uh... If you, you can check out the website. It's viewingpartypod.com. It's an amazing website. Wesley does the most phenomenal job ever. Show notes include links to any and all weird stuff that we mentioned. So if any videos sound funny, you can just go to viewingpartypod.com. You don't have to Google it and dig through YouTube. She's done the hard work for you. We'll have that key and peel spot sketch ready for you oh oh you're gonna watch it as soon as we're done here i will said as soon as we hang up we're not hanging up uh <laughs> well we have a call-in show now apparently so. viewing pretty pod viewing pretty pod find us on the web viewing pretty pod uh if you would like to hear more from me you can check out my other podcast columbus cares with katie thomas and travis kendall where we tell the stories of columbus's non-for-profits it's a good time you can also come see us at the Columbus Podcast Festival, May 10th through the 13th at the Short North Stage in Columbus, Ohio. Tickets going on sale soon if they're not out by the time this is recorded. You can find out more at ColumbusPodcastFestival.com or on Facebook at the Columbus Podcast Festival. Uh, we're super excited to see you. We love you. Happy Easter. Baby Jesus. <laughs> I love baby Jesus, okay? <laughs> Happy April Fool's Day. This has all been a big joke. We're not a real podcast. <laughs> Bye. Until next time, I'm Katie. I'm Wesley. And this has been Viewing Party. <laughs> I don't know why I feel like I need to be so close to the mic when I talk into it. Like, I don't, I have this weird urge. I'm just watching my volume spike. 
Like I can be the. Oh, I touched it. Oh, I touched it with my lip. Oh my god. Oh, I. Oh, oh, the devil is a liar. 